Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Love HQ podcast. This is a place for women who want to explore love, sex, dating, and relationships through an unconventional approach of ditching the normal dating advice, prizing yourself as an individual, and listening to expert interviews from all different walks of life, focusing on how you can get more in touch with yourself as a person, develop better relationships, and live life on your terms. Hayley Quinn, I am a love slash dating expert, coach, guru, whatever you want to call me. But as you know, I like to readdress love from the female perspective, which means I kind of think love has not been set up or designed with us in mind at all. It's all about getting the guy, catching him and keeping him. And I think this is depressing and redundant and actually screws you up in your chances of meeting someone awesome and building the kind of relationships that you want. So we're going to take a completely different perspective on this, the first ever that actually is going to empower you. And on that note, joining me today is the lovely Aaliyah Janine. She is a former porn star turned comedian and podcaster. Yeah. So she is like, you know what? I would say in control of her sexuality and sexual presence, somewhat. Definitely, yeah. It took some work, but (laughs) (laughs) everything takes work. Um, But yeah, definitely. I definitely, um, over the years, have um, gained confidence in my sexuality, found out exactly who I am, what I like, how I like it. Um, A lot of that had to do with porn, some of it not, some of Mm -hmm. it outside of porn. But um, And so with this, I want to get pearls of wisdom, basically, on (laughs) feeling comfortable with saying what you want sexually, and also potentially even trying out some different kinds of relationship styles, because... Get this, if this was a man's podcast, we'd be all over talking about should I you date multiple women? How do you go about it? Yeah. Like, how do you say you don't want commitment? And in women's podcast land, uh, and I get it, my, you know, a lot of you listening might want a, you know, committed stay relationship. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I also say there's not just one way or model of getting perhaps what you want. Like, if you yeah. want trust, if you want security, if you want to be surrounded by guys that sexually worship you and think you're super cool, yeah. there are different mechanisms to achieving that Then there's not just one model. And this is, I think, something that's more explicitly talked about with uh, with guys. And I think, actually, sometimes as women, if we can just kind of 
getting more a bit more comfortable with not getting so like hell bent on one kind of outcome or one kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like just having that one idea of that one guy and be like, this is the man that I need to marry, and this is how many kids I need to have, and this is the house that I need to live in, and this is the car that I have to drive. You're gonna go insane. <laughs> and, and also, it's super life, hard now. <laughs> and also, life sometimes likes to give you totally the opposite, the exact opposite. opposite yeah. Like, <laughs> so if you if you really want that, the key is to wish for fun and frivolity and like yeah. open relationships for now or because it's it's almost like life challenges you to accept what you're given and enjoy it and make pleasure from it. Mm-hmm. So when you're in that zone of, I, I had this amazing quote yesterday, it's really stuck with me. It's a Sheryl Sandberg one, which is called "Be the walker, not the dog." Yeah. So the dog is there, right, with its lead. And it's like, please, please take me on a walk. I was like, please love me now. Yeah. Look after me. Care for me. Scratch my belly. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a little belly rub. And actually, you want to be the walker. You want to be like, no, this is the direction I'm going in with my life. And mm-hmm. if you do that, and if you do it powerfully enough, then it creates this thing where you actually lift yourself out of a space of need, and you actually start to have your own kind of gravitational pull towards guys. Yeah, and people will be attracted to that because, like, People sense things. They get they sense if you're thirsty, basically, is the good way of putting it. They get yeah. sense that that you like that that is what you're looking for, and that terrifies some guys sometimes. Even some women were like, geez, like, that's why there's shows like Bridezilla. You're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah and I mean, Lady. I'm all for, like, you know what, take ownership of what you want. But, yeah. you can't, but you can't get it on tap. This is, like, the caveat to that. You're totally allowed to have whatever you want, but human relationships are not something you can, like, you can check out every 24 hours. Yeah. And if you are constantly, and this was definitely me, I'd be like, I've met the one. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. I used to do that all the Like, every single one was the one, one. at one point in time. <laughs> yeah. I thought actually, Jonathan Brandis was going to be the one, and that didn't happen. Right. <laughs> so if you're in that zone where you're like, oh, you know, you keep thinking. It's about kind of like, I think that space of being able to exit want and need, and actually part of the passage to doing that sometimes mm-hmm. I think can be experiencing different kinds of relationships. Like yeah. I actually feel like it did me a lot of good to try a whole bunch of different ways. Well, of yeah, no, you need to. Cause a lot of times too, when you're just looking for that one person or like you're with someone and they're not the right person for you, then it's just codependency where mm-hmm. it's like, I can't be by myself. Like you're afraid to know who you are. Like you can't be with somebody else unless you know who you are, unless you love yourself and love everything about you. Like you're, you're not going to love anybody else. Right. And if he doesn't know himself as well, he will inadvertently screw you over every single time. So it's like, okay, on this past self love. And what interests me about your thing mm-hmm. is I know you've had some different kind of relationship models. Yeah. So when you just <laughs> <laughs> I have a few, yeah, a few. So one of the ones I thought was most interesting was the one involving not a mic, but several mics. mics. Yeah. I have a thing for mics. Um, Mike's like me a lot. Uh, there was <laughs> at one point in time, um, I was dating three Mikes at the same time. And they were all different ages, They right? were all, like, about, yeah. Um, one was uh, a little bit older than me. Like, um, I want to say, like, five, six years older than me. And one was around the same age as me. And then one was, like, ten years younger than me. Oh and it God. was amazing because the younger guy, like, we snuck into a hotel pool, you know, oh. and, like, we made out in, like, the Hollywood Hills in his car. Actually, we totally fucked in the Hollywood <laughs> Hills um, in his car. And I like um, how you almost went for the romantic imagery there. And I was like, no, we but totally But I get it. It feels checked. like I mean, it was a convertible. It was super fun. How old was he? Because this is sounding like teenage, you know, like, oh, first like, no, first no, no, summer no. of romance. He, I was 30. He was 20. Wow, that's great. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that he was that much younger than me, though, until we went out one night. And um, we were going to go see uh, Steel Panther at the Key Club when they still played there in Los Angeles. 
And um, he had to get a big X on his hand because he was underage. He's like, yeah, I turned 21 in a month. And I'm like, holy shit, you were literally 10 years younger than me. Okay. I'm like, and that's when I knew right there. I'm like, I'm not going to date you, date you, like make you my boyfriend. But we are definitely going to have some fun. <laughs> and that's quite empowering. I think here's yeah. the thing. If you accept something for what it is, mm-hmm. rather than trying to be forced to be something it's not, yeah. you get a lot more fun. Oh, you have so much more fun out of it. Um, the Instead guy- of being like, oh, he's, he's not the perfect. He's got to uh, yeah. just go, well, he's, it's, this, this is he's, fun. Yeah. Oh, and he's gorgeous. He's like six Four Italians. Oh my god! Pretty. They're pretty. So who's middle Mike? Uh, middle Mike was actually somebody that I same age as you, right? Uh, yeah, around the same age as me. Um, somebody that I had worked with. Um, he was a male performer, um, and with him, it was um, it was more intimate. It was uh, we didn't have porn sex, even though we were both porn That's stars. Really like it was not like we were actually like really pretty vanilla. I mean, it was still amazing because we obviously like. We're professionals, but it was, um, it was, yeah, it was very vanilla, and it's crazy because he shot all this like really crazy hardcore porn. But I think like, it's lovely because when you said, "Oh, he was another performer," immediately my mind thought, "All oh, right, so they had that's the person she had the really strong, crazy ass sex." No, it was mind. actually like we had amazing sex, but yeah, it was. Um, we did like a couple of positions. <laughs> I mean, it would last a really long time, which was great, and and stuff like that. But yeah, we didn't have like the crazy hardcore um, porn sex, like. So you had the intimacy, the real intimacy thing with him, the kind of like fun, free adventure, yeah. making out, fucking in the car in the Hollywood Hills, the younger guy. Yeah. Who was older Mike? It's like the three bears. Yeah. You know? right. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, older Mike, um, he was great. He was a professional um, business type. Uh, we would go out to like really nice dinners uh, and um, like go see a movie or like go so the to the museum. man dating experience. Yeah, which is like, which like I love going to museums and like movies and stuff like that. So that was um, that was a little bit more laid back. And again, the sex was um, it was passionate. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I liked. There's like three, like all different things about all of these people, all three of them. And I like the fact that I was able to date all of them at the same time. So like I go out with a younger Mike and get crazy and get drunk. And then like I'll go to an art show with older Mike. And then I'll like go home and hang out with middle dude, middle Mike. So yeah. And I kind of do that now. That's kind of how like I, my take on relationships, like, when I got into porn, it was, um, it was to get back at an ex-boyfriend. Like, mm. it was a very, um, it was a fucked up relationship. Like, for the first three years, we actually, like, lived together, and then he hit me, and he tried to throw me down a flight of stairs. And this is the man that, like, changed, like, I didn't want to, I knew at a very young age I didn't want to get married, I didn't want to have children. Um, and with him, I'm like, I'm gonna get married and have babies with this man, you know, right. I was younger, and then he hit me, and that... With the super controlling... Yeah, and, like, well, like, it was all conditioning. Like, he, like, I had to stop seeing certain friends. He controlled what I wore, like, mm. the things I said, like, how I did my hair and makeup. And, like, there's all things I was, like, was 21, the, 22. Right, and then you don't see the warning signs. And do you don't you? At, at all. And But I had, I was going to school to be a cop at the time, so I did at the time. Like, mm. once he hit me and, like, tried to do that, and all of a sudden, like, it just all clicked. And I was, right. like, and I looked at my closet, and I started throwing all the clothes out that he bought me. And was like trying to find like my raver jacket or something. I don't know. It was retarded. <laughs> um, but like we didn't see each other for a year, and then um, 
like when it got anger management classes, was very close with his family and stuff like that. But um, he was seeing like one of my friends, um, which was super weird. And they had like they were living together, but for their whole relationship, like him and I were still like we started dating again and sleeping together and oh. going on trips. And so it was very toxic. It was very right, unhealthy. Like- it was codependent. And um, that I moved to Florida. That's a classic codependent end. Is it? it doesn't end. It, it just it, drags it's on. Drags. It's like the slow death, yeah. throttling the life force out of both of you because there's still that participation in yeah. the cycle. And so that's and that's why I'm just like I need to move. And I moved to Florida, and I'm like I'm not going to be a cop. Um, half of his family was related to the police department, so I'm like this isn't going to work. And I really wanted to go back to dancing, which he made me stop. Um, because his family was very political. So I went back to, like, dancing and doing, like, feature dancing, and then I had an opportunity to shoot a movie, and I'm like, yes. I'm like, this is what I want to do. I don't want to have to deal with um, intimacy, basically, right. as I avoid <laughs> That's intimacy. That's like, you're like, and you're like, okay, this is the, this is the escape route that this I was looking for. This is the thing. For. I'm like, I just want to be able to bang a lot of really hot guys, and now I'm going to get paid for it and not have to deal with that and, like, try to figure myself out and not be, like, If you could rewind attached. the clock, would you still do that as a strategy and go through the story arc of getting, you know, doing porn and, like, using that to escape? Or would you say, go to therapy? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'm starting to... Um, I'm actually starting to be a sex therapist. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Just teach if you can't do it. Um, no, I think that... Um, I think that doing porn... Um, there are some downfalls, obviously, when it comes with certain... Um, jobs and like social stigmas and stuff like that but I have self-esteem and self-respect right. so it doesn't bother me at all because um, I often think cause I had to say I had like crazy crazy upbringing followed by crazy relationship and then I just kept the cycle going basically yeah. like and I, but you know as much as it was nearly killed me on a couple of occasions yeah <laughs> uh, I'm actually in a way quite I feel like I've got some worldly wise as a yeah no and it's, and it's brought that. so many opportunities like other opportunities that where it outweighs like the negative things that happens when people go into porn and stuff like that and it's like I also went in when I was 30 and it was something that I really wanted to explore like you I really you were 30 yeah I didn't oh. I didn't get in until I was 30 so like I wasn't like young and like stu- like I knew what I was doing I'm like this is what I want to do I want to try all of these things this is a way that I can try it and like be safe trying it and not really be judged because in Wisconsin you like French are very um judgmental and like I knew kind of like even at a younger age that I was I was really curious about like escorting and like all of these different things um that involves like sex work and like first thing I moved out of Wisconsin I was like I'm a whore now yes you crossed over the state boundary oh my god it was amazing like because I felt like because all my friends and family and stuff they were there and it was just like judging 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 like girls that did that and like if I was um like, reaction formation is what it's called, where I was like, I wanted to do that, but I was mad that I wasn't able to, so I was like, you're a whore, you know, I would beat up girls when I worked as a stripper, but, like, giving guys hand jobs in the dance booth or whatever, I was an asshole, it's all because I wanted to do it, but I didn't know how I wanted to go about doing it, right. and so I think leaving the nest, so to speak, I was able to find myself, and porn actually helped me find myself. Right, so what would you say if there's a woman listening to this, and she's thinking about Maybe not trying porn, but maybe trying to like different forms of relationships. Like maybe even something as simple as seeing two guys at once or yeah. having sexual relationships with more than good. Because you know, before you go into something, you do it, you'll get that 
hesitation or like those yeah. really hardcore drilled social expectation where you yeah. go, I can't do that. It was like before I kissed a girl, like for the yeah. first time, there's many music. Right, I, you're I, like, like, oh, I can't possibly do that because that would make me a lesbian. And yeah. I was really, I'd be so horrible. I've scared, oh, that's revolting. Yeah. And then you did it and then it's like, oh, actually, that was quite helpful yeah. and fun. So what would you say if a woman is maybe, th- you know, maybe she's had a, a dodgy breakup, yeah. knows full well she is not going to have a relationship, or it's just not healthy for her to have a relationship yeah. for some time because she needs to refine herself. Yeah, a lot of times her. you can't jump into relationships, <laughs> like after a relationship, like that's not, that's not healthy at all. Um, I do recommend dating a couple other people. There's some women that can't though, you know, they're mm. only like that one guy kind of girl and I know some guys that are only you know one girl type of guys my stepfather is a perfect example of that complete opposite of my mother but he's only been with um two people my mother being one of them and then his first wife and that's that's what it's his thing that's the way that he's wired mm-hmm. um so if you're not wired that way where you can have sex with like maybe two people you know and date them um and there is only that one you know, like, maybe don't have sex with them right away. Right. Like, like, just be friends. And, like, you have to be honest, too. Like, honesty is always, like, it's hard, and a lot of times people don't think that they want to hear certain things. And it's true, sometimes some women don't want to hear, like, that, hey, like, this dude is seeing you, but he's also seeing somebody else. And there's nothing wrong with that, as long as he's telling you that. But you should know that you're able to do that, too. And you, and also, you can make a decision point at that point, whether that's something that is jarring with you or something you're happy to explore. Yeah. Like, and if you're happy to explore from a place of knowledge, where you can also have a similar diversity of relationships, mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Or you might go, you know what, actually, I really am a no- one of life's natural monogamous. It's not for me yeah, right like now. Try it. Like, like you even can... just go out to dinner with, like, maybe, like, two dudes in one week, two completely different guys, and just see how it feels and, like, get to know other people. Because if you're only dating, like, one person at a time, like, you're, it's going to take a little bit longer to maybe find the one that you're looking for. I, I here's what I'm a big fan of is actually taking stuff slow and actually yeah. doing doing the non if 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 mm-hmm. you're looking for like a serious long term partnership, you yeah, know, and you actually want to like yeah, if that's something you want, then something. you need to go slow with that. Like you really need to get to know them. I wouldn't recommend having sex for the first like month or two, right? I mean, and I used to go a completely opposite way. I just and like just like, sleep with them right away and be like, we're married. Yeah, and then think you know <laughs> well, we've got we've got a great connection and we have got great chemistry yeah. and now we're hanging out all the time. And then mystically, though, I haven't really got to know this person mystically. Yeah, but now you're just attached to them, where it's like you're doing everything that they're doing and you're constantly with them and then like that's literally like the three month mark where it's like because some people um they'll get so enthralled with each other that like yeah it's like they're non-stop together and then around that three month mark and this has to do with like biology and the chemicals in your brains or whatever but like if um the woman has gotten pregnant a lot of times like that attraction will go away Mm. and it's always around the three month mark ladies This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you notice that, check out some of the guys that you've dated that was really super hot and heavy around the three-month mark, just kind of fell off. That's why. Science. <laughs> I like it, but it's science. Science is great, and I use... Well, I use a lot of science when it comes with love and sex to also deflect from intimacy, which right. is my problem. Right. Um, but, but I now, also think it's good if you know that you you rush in sometimes. Having self-aware, yeah. just go, even if, like, for me, I just have to hold my hands up and go, I'm a complete rush-in, love addict person. Yeah. So, like, n- checking in with myself and knowing yeah. that <laughs> helps me to stop acting so crazy. Yeah. And, it's like, I mean, and it prevents me from, from doing things like... Like that, like definitely. Now, obviously, I'm a lot older. Lots of women do worry because it's a huge problem. Is guys just disappearing? Like they've had a few good dates and suddenly the guy is yeah, like, it's just gone. And you're like, well, what the fuck? Like I'm ghosting or whatever is that? The, yeah, yeah, the that's ghosting the thing. thing. Like it happens sometimes. Like girls and you do it too. That's the thing I always find super funny. It's like, oh, he did this to me, but then she'll like go and talk about like, oh, well, I just stopped talking to him, and it's like, well, I think it's a bad thing about <laughs> our society is the fact that like basically. Not just disappearing and avoiding responsibility is seems somehow preferable as more prevalent than just being straight up and honest and with just people. being honest with people. So you know what? Be the change is what I have yeah. to say to that. Like if you don't if you don't like it, don't do it to yeah. others like, and, and set a permission when you're on that first date. So like, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the time guys won't be straight up because they're worried that they're going to emotionally upset you yeah. or something bad is going to happen. They're not going to be able to sleep with you. Or I know something <laughs> bad like that. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, if you're worried about that, you can genuinely... Here's here's what I would say about, like, sleeping with somebody quickly. The only downer of that is it, it takes time to make a good judgment about someone because people are really complicated. Yeah, and, it takes and like, time sex to get could to be, know Yeah, them. and sex could be great. Like, you got that part down, but that's that's kind of the easy part. Right, and so I don't think it. that it's, like, if you slept with him, like, only if he's, like, a, really an idiot or, like, just stupid or far, <laughs> like, living... He should have been born 50 years ago or something. He is he going to be sitting there judging you for having sex with him within a particular time frame the only downer is you might have accidentally chosen someone to have sex with who is not the person you thought they were purely because you haven't taken very much long to get to know them yeah and so if they think that well one they also slept with you so fuck them yeah right the double standard is does not exist anymore it needs to go away women like sex just as much as men and just because a woman sleeps with a man on the first date does not make her any less, like, it doesn't make her a whore, it doesn't make her a horrible person, right. it doesn't make her any less valuable in the dating pool, and, it makes and, you a human being. Right, and please disregard any dating or love advice which says, withhold sex, because that just reinforces the whole thing, that yeah. that's all we're trading off of as women, and that's yeah. our It's like, oh, well, value. if he does this for me, I'll give him a blowjob. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, like, no yeah. sex before monogamy, and all that, oh, Stuff. Stuff. Yeah, I have, no. a, I have a great joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Leo is, a, as you say, is a comedian as well. Yeah. 
So what we're getting to here, basically, if you're in one of like, I don't kind of like this. If you're one of life's natural, like monogamy, focus on one person, mm-hmm. cool. If, however, you want to try and explore different things, and maybe even if you are one of life's natural monogamous, the way that you do that exploration is no, no sex, no kissing. But you just get to know someone. Yeah, at go a out on a pace. date. That's what it yeah. is. Well, dates are like first interviews or whatever. And... It's courting, right? And you get yeah. there, and it's not because you're a precious princess that won't possibly have sex with someone until they've married you. Yeah, it's because you, you want to make a good judgment. Good judgment is important, and you know what? Like people are so complicated. Also, sometimes guys who have actually the worst intimacy issues and the most avoidant in terms of their personality type, mm-hmm. here's what they do. They hide behind a wall of seduction. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. So, yeah, so they're, they're, they're aware. They know they can't fully open up to you, so they disguise that in the beginning. Not consciously, not consciously. It's not their fault. They disguise yeah. it in the beginning it's by wooing. Yeah, by wooing. So... You know what, like, this is why you get a guy who can be, like, for the first few dates or months, he can be, like, Mr. Awesome wooing you, wanting your approval, and then, goes away. Or you get the guy who also, you know, has some kind of thing where he's not being honest with you or isn't checking in with you, isn't communicating properly, and so just, instead of having an honest conversation, Mm -hmm. instead of hurting your feelings, just disappears. Because that's kind of, like, a byproduct of the world that we live in today. There is no... There are tells that you can get early on, I think, mm-hmm. with this kind of stuff, like people being inconsistent. Yeah, not not texting, like, till the next day or something. Like not I'm, opening I'm, up. I'm notorious for that. I um. bet you've got some good girl game. <laughs> but the, the point is, the best, the best defense against this is just to take some time getting to know them. Because, you know what, it's trying to call yeah. whether somebody is a total player or just shy yeah. on, like, a first date or it's, you know, that that's like, that's an advanced skill set. That, that would be difficult. And it's probably not a judgment. If you're going into a first date with that judgment, it's probably not the right frame of mind to enter into a first date anyway. Yeah. And if, if you, like, if your outcome, like, if you want to get married and that's your outcome, like, you need to be friends with that right. person. Like, you're going to have to spend the rest of your life with them so and you don't even know what their favorite color is. Like. Right. So give them <laughs> trust in the beginning. Go with it. Take time and if you're conscious about getting it hurt the best thing you can do is slow the process down make friends first and mm-hmm. consider potentially only if it's right for you not feeling bad or weird about maybe seeing other people at the same time until things connect because sometimes i highly recommend it yeah <laughs> and if there's any mics that have snuck on right. to like this if there's podcast, any mics that i haven't slept with um you can find me on twitter <laughs> <laughs> uh at that point i'm gonna ask the there were four questions and you've already done the men's podcast attraction HQ okay. and you might yes. want to listen to this ladies we had um Aaliyah, she was talking about the difference between porn sex and real sex real sex so that was pretty interesting and you know what like i don't one is for men one is for women you know i don't care like yeah. just listen <laughs> and subscribe to whatever show that you like um so with that in mind okay. uh same four questions you can okay. change your answers though if you like please Okay. <laughs> most romantic thing someone's most, ever done for you. Um, okay, the most romantic thing. Oh, you've ever done for someone? Um, what did I do? Um, well, I said for the the guy podcast that someone threw me a birthday party, surprise birthday party. I threw them a surprise birthday party. Oh, it's a lot of parties. Nice. We like party. Um, like yeah well no I've done like I'm actually like super sweet like I do shit all the time like little like cards um on like their car like if I like 
one guy um, that I used to date, I used to drive past his work, like, when I had to go to school or whatever. So sometimes in the morning, like, I'll put a little note on his car or oh, whatever. Uh, that's lovely. Yeah, something, like, super cheesy like that. I sent a guy an Easter egg last week. Yeah. In the post. Oh, yeah. That's cute. Yeah, it was cute. I was like, I like, I, you know what, I think being thoughtful is a nice thing to be. Yeah, like, like I tend to, yeah, I tend to be very thoughtful. Like, I'll buy them, like, it's stupid, like, their favorite chocolate or something. I don't know. But it's nice, isn't it? And again, I said, be the change you want to see in the world. You know, if yeah. you want more thoughtful guys, you know, put that energy out there yourself, do the practice, and then see what comes back to you. Yeah. Okay, something you didn't think you could do, but subsequently you can do when uh, you were younger. Like a limiting belief, you know, something you didn't think that you'd be able to achieve or that was outside of your reality and has subsequently turned out to be definitely something that you can do. Um, it was traveling. Traveling besides the pull-up the other one um traveling like I didn't think that I would ever like live in LA I always thought that California was going to fall off because of all the earthquakes um for a really long time I still thought that so when you were younger out of interest did you think you were going to stay in Wisconsin yeah I just assumed that I was going to stay there for the rest of my life and I was like oh no there's like literally a trillion other places that I could go and not only go but I could live there too like I've lived in like four or five different states like I think traveling is a big thing I think people need to travel yeah I mean this is what I've done like I've been in New York for like a few weeks now I've probably spent half the year in America so far Mm -hmm. and really it's just because I wanted to like to press the psychological reset button and change gear and to do that my way of doing that is going you know what all this stuff that I'm so attached to that I think is so precious Mm -hmm. I'm still allowing to stress me out I can just change my world everything about it like that and I'll survive and I'll be fine and Mm -hmm. I just do it habitually now I've kind of got used to it Mm-hmm. sometimes if I realize that I'm stagnating or yeah. that I need a mental shift up or I need to remind myself to not be so outcome dependent and so attached so if you maybe there's a guy and it's like one of those situations where he's not quite ready but you think it might come right or whatever sometimes freaking just leave the country for a few weeks you know right. like take a few weeks holiday go live in Rome like go live in Paris like by yourself yeah how awesome is that and like doing it by yourself is key like I mm. like I've learned so much about it just from driving and like across country here in the United States multiple times like moving from state to state and like planning what I want to do here and then doing it be the walker not the dog yeah we come back <laughs> <laughs> okay one piece of life advice life advice or a life hack way to live life that's just smarter um to not oh there's a lot with society these days like I think that we're in a very crucial part in like human evolution mm-hmm. and, and um the way like emotionally I want to say the way that um we treat like women or like the LGBT community mm-hmm. Um, I think that when it comes to, like, the news and media, like, it's horrible. Like, it's all crap, and I think you need to go with what's in your heart. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what I say that, you know, and you know, you know if you're listening to this, I say this, most dating and love advice, particularly, if you're reading, like, you've got a problem, Like, you can't read Cosmopolitan. No, you can't, and you've got most dating advice blogs, honestly, they've got some junior writer there that's just banging out articles. They literally don't give a shit about your situation. They don't know who you are. Yeah. And to obey that... Rather than trusting your reality yeah. and your instincts is crazy. Yeah, you need like, to follow your gut. Your gut is so smart. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to come out there and say, apart from that, I think my advice is quite good, but really it boils down to actually looking at the world a bit critically and recognizing that the media, there's lots of sub communication in it, which is just wrong and a lie and misleading. Yeah. It's horrible. So it's all it, crap. Yeah. <laughs> look at it critically. Um, and listen to, you know what? Instead, if you've got a like, love or relationship problem, I swear to God, before you listen to this podcast, bef- 
okay you can you can listen to this podcast and you can listen to my advice that's allowed <laughs> however rather than googling it i swear go lo-fi turn your computer off put your phone on airplane mode go for a long walk hang out for a day by yourself with yeah. no extra stimulation i bet you'll get the answer yeah and you'll get it so much you need quicker. to stay off twitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> indeed it's gonna do nothing like i realize i can't look online like on twitter and stuff first thing in the morning because it will make me angry like right. it would like have ruined my days like if i get stressed I, that was one of my things like, yeah yeah, I'm scroll like, through that. I'm like, nope. And now, like, I make sure, like, I do, like, I have my little routine before I even look at my phone and look at anything. I've heard I'm lots like, of people talking about that. This is yeah. like the new thing. It's like get your get well, an people hour I to think are finally starting to like realize. Like, I know a bunch of like high school kids. One of our friends um, is a teacher and told us that like they're not on Facebook. They think it's creepy. That people can see all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it is creepy. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, people need to be people. Right. Have human time and time with yourself first. Yeah. So, one last place love okay. advice, love advice, all sex advice or relationship advice, anything to do with that uh, general, gen that general area. thing. Um, you need to go out there and explore. I think you need to explore. I think exploring can help you find out who you are and what you like and the type of people mm-hmm. that you like. Um, don't be afraid that um, you're going to be a horrible person. Because you see two people at the same time, because that's not necessarily true. I mean, you don't need to do what I do and like date like nine trillion guys at the All same time. All called Mike. All <laughs> called Mike, because that's weird. Um, although super easy in bed. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, it has an upside, definitely. Yeah. Upside. Well, there was a Michael and a Mike, so. It was like... I, I I once dated a Dan and a Dan, but it had to be Dan and Daniel yeah. in order to like. Kind of like... That was my name of choice, and they were well. I don't know if it's like them off on here. Unprofessional. <laughs> but there you go. So it's it's okay. Like yeah. live to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. I think actually, I'm a believer in for both men and women. Actually, as long as you're doing this honestly, ethically, being true to the people that you're around and to yourself, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with finding the parameters of your world. Like exactly. I completely did that. And I'm a, I am on a like a hellbent marriage and babies. Yeah, now you're gender. on that. But yeah, but like you know what, I've crusaded through enough other weird stuff. Well, that <laughs> like, makes sense. Like, yeah. like, I feel more like you know, my mum was always telling this the irony is like yeah. my mum was like, You just want to be in a cottage with a nice man. Yeah, and you're like, I was like, No, never And of course now I'm kind of into it. But I had yeah. to go through like a decade of not mass rebellion um, on no. that and well, now I feel a lot more settled in that decision you know yeah. I feel actually kind of cool within myself yeah. so no I could like I could totally be monogamous and that's not like people are like oh you can't do it and I'm like no I actually can I just don't want to and I haven't found somebody that I want to be monogamous with like children are not an option for me like I just I cherish my vagina too much to do it to the the poor thing <laughs> Children's hair. You're literally, you can see the body language right now. It's like, oh, like other people's kids are totally cool. Like baby feet are adorable, but I just I'm not wired that way. Right, and it's I think too true to your wiring yeah. as well. That's also really cool. Well, I love this. I've actually had so much fun. I'm looking cool. Shout outs because you got a podcast as well, I which do. I recently went on, and it was, it was really good fun. Yeah, um, your show will be out soon. Um, I don't know when this comes out, but it will be out. They'll probably be out around the same time. Um, my podcast is called the Hormones Podcast. Um, I co-host it with Jackie Furbeck. Um, she's a comedian. We have uh, two completely different views on. Pretty much everything. We're called the modern day odd couple. Um, you can find me on Twitter, the Aaliyah Janine Mikes, if you're there. That's where you can find me. Um, and my website, AaliyahJanine.com. Awesome. Now, as you know, this is my podcast, and we're doing this for free. We've been hanging out. 
maybe potentially, well, I've got a cold. Aaliyah is maybe slightly worse for wear as well. And we've done this and we've come together this afternoon on this really, you know what, it's a pretty nice day it's outside. Gorgeous. I know, I'm York. super hungover today. And we're like, <laughs> we're staying in a little cave uh, to produce this podcast. So, you know, if you've enjoyed it or it's funny or interesting, or you just want, you know what, you want female dialogue, you want to do something, you want to look at love and dating rants in a slightly more kick-ass, less whiny way, which actually disempowers us as women. Yes. This is where you want to do in order to keep this going, in order to participate, do the good service. Send this to a friend, share it, comment on it. Please, please, please subscribe. You know what? Have a day, have a hungover day in bed and listen to all of the back episodes. Yeah, there I would, you go. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's a solid Sunday plan for you. Because <laughs> genuinely, I like, I want it, particularly the women in the world. Oh my God, I like, I want to help you out so much. And I'm yeah. so aware that there's so much crap out there that you have to listen to and endure particularly i'm going to be biased here yeah. particularly as a woman yeah so you know what by subscribing to this and sharing it is a vote for yourself on yes. that snack note if you want to find out i've got a cool online club as well where you can ask me personally a question a day or as many questions as you like actually for however long you like <laughs> and you can participate in a cool community which is i think is the first one which says actually when it comes to love Women come first. <laughs> and if you want to be part of that, you just need to go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash real love. That's R-E-A-L-L-O-V-E. And there's going to be free videos there for you. There's a free trial of my club. Ask me a question. Come say hi. And if you want to approach love and dating differently, this is the place to do it. So I'll be back again next week, hopefully with a slightly more clear nose mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and just as much outrageous attitude. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, if you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX, and on Twitter as Plain Old Hayley Quinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me, please reach out, and thank you again for your support. 